Welcome to Kindled Podcast. I'm your host, Haley Williams, and this is the show where we talk about truth and grace boldly. I'm so glad you're here. Hello, and welcome to Kindled Podcast. I'm your host, Haley Williams, and this is episode 99. I am chatting today with Emily Bury. Emily is a friend that I go to church with here in Kansas City, and Emily and her husband have chosen to put their kids in private school. If you guys are just tuning in or finding this episode and you have not listened to the introduction to the mini-series, go back and listen to episode 97, and that is where I provide the context for what we're doing here in this education mini-series. If you've already listened to that, then you are ready to go. Here is my chat with Emily Bury. Emily, could you introduce yourself to listeners and tell us a little bit about your family? Yeah. So I'm Emily. I'm married to Wyatt. We are high school sweethearts and we're born and raised here in Kansas City. And we have four kiddos. They are eight, six, four, and two. So they keep us super busy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I am a trained pastry chef, but I stay home with all our kiddos. And we born and raised in Kansas City and we actually live like um, within walking distance of where we had our first date and we got engaged and we signed papers to buy our house and um, we just love this little area of Kansas City a lot. So that's kind of, and we live like three miles away from where Wyatt grew up. So. Wow. Yeah. (laughs) I did not know all that. That's really cool. So I've learned from that that we don't like change. Like, <laughs> yeah. Okay. So that's helpful to know. Yeah. You're like, we'll just, we'll just live the same life forever. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. Perfect. <laughs> well, four kids, I I'm certain has changed that for you. Yes. yes. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh man. So you guys have gone the route with education of private school. Um, and I don't know your full story as far as if you did anything before that. So could you kind of just walk us through what you guys are doing right now to educate your kids? Yeah. So currently our oldest two are in private school and then our younger two are at home right now because they're two and four and the four-year-old will start pre-K or this coming fall Mm -hmm. at the same school that our older kids are at. Okay. So have you, did you start with private school when your oldest two were going into school or have you like transitioned from something else? So we started private school with our oldest. So we, she's probably our most schooled child. We started preschool with her when she was three. And we, so she was in a pure model program when she was three. Then after that, she went to just a really small Christian preschool. Mm -hmm. And then after that, we were really on the fence. So I went to private school my whole life until college. Wyatt did a variety of schools. And so we definitely were on different pages there. But when it came, so when it came time to pick a school for our family, it was a big journey. I think I went to four different kindergarten roundups that year. Oh, wow. That makes me feel better because I'm planning on going to, I think, three minimum. So I feel less, less crazy. No, it's not crazy at all. Cause you kind of have to see what's out there. And I feel like a lot has changed in the city since I went to school, like in my mm-hmm. graduate school. So, yeah. And Wyatt and I even talked about, I really thought I would be the homeschool mom. Like that was kind of, I was like, mm-hmm. that'll be so fun. And I did all this research and one of my sister-in-laws homeschooled her kids and gave me her curriculums. And I was like, we're doing this. 
And it just became more and more evident that our oldest needed to have someone who was not me as her teacher, Mm. which was really humbling, honestly. So, and we really, with, when we started her in preschool, her very first school where she was a peer model, it wasn't a religious school. And I just remember the first day she came home and she was like, we don't pray at school. And we like, don't talk about Jesus. And I was like, well, yeah, Mm. because that's, you know, not everyone believes in Jesus. And so the schools are going to be a little different and stuff. And I was like, you can Mm -hmm. still pray. You just won't pray like as a class. And that really bothered her, (laughs) which was really sweet. Yeah. Which was part of why we switched her. There were several reasons, but that was one of them, why we switched her the next year. Yeah. So yeah. Okay. So you mentioned that you wanted, or you thought you would be a homeschooling mom. And that was something that I was going to ask you because, you know, it's something that I wonder about a lot of private school families, you know, who opt for a private education I wonder, you know, did you consider homeschooling? Was that an option? If it was and you didn't go that route, why not? Because just for me personally, having come from both a homeschool and a private school background, that's certainly, you know, just been a thought on my mind is like, could I, should I homeschool? Do I want that? Do I want to do that? Are those my particular gifts? Like, is that how I think my kids will be able to learn best. And so I'm just curious for people who did go the private school route, if homeschooling was something they considered, and then if not, why not? Yeah. So that was actually one of the things that led us to the school that we picked was because they have a homeschool program. And so it kind of let me almost test the waters. Mm -hmm. And then that program ended up filling up and I'd actually prayed like, Lord, would you just make it really, really clear to me, like where we're supposed to be, what school is best for our family this year and if homeschooling is possible. And at that same time too, we were unexpectedly pregnant again Mm -hmm. or no, I think we had a brand new baby and trying to teach with three, like with a baby and then two, like a toddler and then a kid was just really hard. Cause I tried to do like, we would do little things around the table where we would learn a Bible verse and cause we do the redeemer kids Bible verses around the table and we would learn sign language to go with them. And so it was a really fun little morning routine that was pretty involved now that I look back at all like the prep that went into it and having that third little person in the mix just really made it difficult. And I remember sitting on the table trying to do something that was supposed to be fun. And like I had a two-year-old doing a STEM activity and then trying to teach Clara something and the baby started crying. And I was like, I can't, like, no one can hear. Like, mm-hmm. and so that was a big eye-opening moment for me of, I don't know if I'm actually cut out for this. Mm-hmm. And then also we'd had several instances where I will tell, and I think this is true for everyone, but I'll try to teach my kids something and they just don't get it, don't get it. And then another adult comes along, you know, like an aunt and says the exact same thing. And they're like, oh my gosh, that's amazing. Why isn't everyone, someone ever told you that? And I'm like, (laughs) (laughs) you're like, um, actually I did a million times and you never listened. (laughs) Exactly. So I was like, maybe this isn't the best thing for us. Right. And my mom considered it when I was in school and was like, you know, I think you and I just don't have a good, we're not the right personalities to do this together. And, mm-hmm. and one of my really close friends, even a teacher, like that is her profession. And she was like, I would never homeschool like mm-hmm. my oldest and our girls are really similar. And so just talking to different people really helped kind of solidify that. Mm-hmm. And then came the the journey of 
picking the school, which was really hard. Yeah. So how did you evaluate your private school options? Uh, and I'm assuming you looked at more than one. Yes, we did. So I think we looked at four private schools, visited three, and then considered homeschooling. And then we did go to our home public school too, just to see what it was like. Because mm-hmm. honestly, other than like sports and competitions and whatnot, I had mm-hmm. never been in a public school. Right. School so we evaluated them on a couple of things. Cost was a big one. Like I feel like that's mm-hmm. just a big forefront one. And we only visited ones that we lined up like beliefs wise for like right. with, you know, so our kids actually are at a Lutheran school, but I feel like it lines up really well with our doctrine. Even though you're you don't consider yourself Lutheran, yeah. but doctrinally you exactly. are the same. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they're actually, they're a really lovely mix of like, because we were trying to teach our kids liturgy and, you know, they were already learning the Lord's Prayer and we were going to start working on the Apostles' Creed. And I'm like, oh, amazing, a school that does all of that already for us. Awesome. Because mm-hmm. that was something that I just love about Redeemer and wanted mm-hmm. to build into our kids. So then we also went off of location. So at the time, Wyatt was working in the Northland. And so we visited a school in the Northland of like, would this work for us? And that was actually a three, two model or two, three model, you know, so it was again, like uh-huh. the homeschool mixed with it, and, right? which I also loved that option. Cause I was like, well, maybe, you know, they would help me learn to do this. And so we visited that one. We visited my alma mater. We looked at some that like other family members go to and just then kind of from there narrowed it down to what feels like us. Mm-hmm. Like if we're asking these teachers um, and administrators to come alongside and shepherd our child what kind of feels like us. And so then we narrowed it down to two private schools because while I loved our, our public school is good. And I feel like I always have to defend like my decision of like opting out. (laughs) Totally. Yeah. (laughs) It was, I really appreciated the Lord's grace and that like the, the kindergarten ground up we went to is like notorious for being like the most hectic harried one they've ever had. And so it was just really abundantly clear of like, this is not the environment that our oldest is going to thrive in. Mm -hmm. But I felt like in a lot of ways it was helpful because I was like, okay, like I know there can be bad, bad days and things happen, but it was just was very clear that this is not a good fit for us this year. And we definitely hold school with an open hand of every year. We evaluate where our children are and where our family is and how we'll move forward. Right. That's, and that's key, you know, in recognizing that, of course you do get in with that community and that's Mm -hmm. a good thing, but just realizing like you do have the freedom to make a change if you need Mm -hmm. to. Were there any lies that you, you felt like you were believing when you were making that choice, especially like you said in, you know, wanting to, you were viewing or visiting several schools. Was there anything that was like driving you that you later came to see like, you know, this just wasn't what I, this, maybe I was, maybe I was coming from a place of like, I don't know, fear, or was there anything later that you were like, you know, I I wish I would have just kind of experienced more freedom in this, or I I don't know, something like that. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So there were two big things that I was believing. One, there was, I have always had the hopes and dreams of being like my kids going to the same school that I went to and being friends with the children of like the people I was friends with and the same teachers. And like, this is what we're doing. Mm-hmm. And if I've learned anything, the Lord's plans are always different and far greater than ours. But that it was hard letting go of that dream and realizing mm-hmm. this isn't the best fit for us right now. And it's still a great school and there's great people there, 
but it wasn't the best fit for us. And it even came down to like letting, like asking my daughter, like, of, I want you to weigh in on this decision. And she was like, yeah, I want to go to this other school and not that one. And being like, okay. So kind of realizing that there was a lot of my hopes and mm-hmm. dreams being projected onto the situation of like, it has to be this way because this is how I always imagined it being. And then the other one that I really, and it's even, it's, it's kind of humbling to, it, it's very humbling to admit it, was I honestly was like, if I send my kids to a public school, they are going to end up heathens that hate the Lord. And I really <laughs> had, <laughs> I know that sounds strong. Yeah. Like, no, but, I get it. <laughs> and I really had to surrender them to the Lord and be like, and he was just so kind to be like, Hey, look at all of your friends and people that you know and love that love Jesus so much and went to public school. And I was like, Oh my gosh, you're right. And also just, it was really beautiful to, um, watching the Lord build a community for us both at the school we chose. And we have a really nice community at our local public school because of the street we live on and that our, one of our children receives like speech services there. And so we've gotten mm-hmm. to see kind of dispel the Lord's just been gracious and dispelling a lot of those fears and rumors of like, Hey, you have people at both of these places yeah, who love Jesus and love you. And also just people that are really great in these and educators that really love your kids and that they can still develop like this long standing sense of community and friendships, even in a public school. That's really big. Cause that was the other one. Yeah. I'm still friends with a large group of people that I went to school with. And so I'm like, well, if we don't go to like our school that goes K through 12, then they're not going to have these lifelong friends. Mm-hmm. And so, so really the main thing was just control, like really thinking. Yeah. <laughs> there was a lot of fear there. Right. Right. And even if you have a school that goes K through 12, you're not guaranteed that those will be your lifelong friends, exactly. you know? Because I went to a private school that I did graduate from, and I can tell you, I am friends with exactly zero of the people who were in my graduating class from that very <laughs> small school today, and and I'm okay with that, and mm-hmm. I wouldn't change it. So it's, <laughs> it's just funny, yeah, our, mm-hmm. our perceptions of, of how things need to work, because that's how it worked for us, and I think that's something we are continually you know, just being brought back around to by God throughout the lives of our kids as they get older and like, you know, being, being shown in every new situation and season, like, nope, doesn't have to go that way. I can do, I can do something different. I can do something else, you know? So yes, absolutely. Is there any resources or scriptures or um, anything that kind of helped you in your decision as far as either just being comforting or, or wisdom giving to you and your husband? Our small group at the time was actually really helpful. Um, they really prayed through it a lot with us. And it was nice because there were several different, several of the schools that we were looking at represented in our small group, mm, like cool. alum, which was helpful. So that was really nice. You know, I feel like the verse, I mean, I use it a lot, but just the, I have not given you a spirit of fear, but a spirit of power and self-control from, is that Second Timothy? Mm-hmm that was really big of just like, okay. And then just the constant like releasing, like, oh yeah, I, you know, released these kids to you and stood up in front of our church and said that. So here we go again. Like Mm -hmm. you're writing their story. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's really good. Well, thanks, Emily. Thanks for sharing your story. And I think a lot of people find themselves in that position of like having to release, release control while at the same time doing their due diligence of 
doing the research and visiting the schools. Mm-hmm. And it's just, it's kind of, you have to walk in the tension, you know, mm-hmm. and always kind of reevaluating your heart. Like, what am I holding on to right now? You know, and what am I clinging to for hope? So appreciate you sharing your story. Yeah. Thanks for having me. Well, thank you guys so much for listening. I hope that interview was encouraging. And if you are um, waiting for one of those homeschool interviews to air, you're going to have to wait till next week. I'm starting off next week with an interview with Kaylee Hodges, and she homeschools her kids. So that is what you have to look forward to next week, as well as an interview with Kristen Hatton, who will be representing public school. So, um, yeah, we've got a lot more coming and this week was awesome. I hope that that was fun for you guys to kind of get the dripped content through Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday of this week. That has never happened. I have never aired three episodes in one week. It is a lot more work, but I wanted to space those out enough to give people a chance to listen to them and not flood you with content. So thank you guys so much. Again, um, come find me on Instagram to chat about the episode. And yeah, find other women who are listening along and feel free to ask questions on there too, if you have any. And as always, I would love your review of this podcast. If you are enjoying Kindled, if you have been a longtime listener and just always forget to leave that review and you know you should, I would love if you would do it. That would mean the world to me. You guys are such awesome supporters and such faithful listeners. And I would love to know what you think good or bad. If it's bad, just message me on Instagram and I'll fix it. Maybe not. You know me. Okay. I'm rambling. I will talk to you guys on Monday. Bye.